Trenchcoat Mafia, and this week we pick up right where we left off. Okay, so now we're back. So the the picture is of the senator, his maid, a dog. I'm assuming his wife, based on the white hair. And then the next panel, there's this other blonde-haired young girl stripping naked and diving in the pool in the background while the senator talks on the phone. Yeah, uh, just random, uh, yeah, just a random naked girl, because this is this kind of comic, I suppose. Right, so the random... Oh, another thing I was going to mention is that, uh, yeah, apparently, in the conversation with the senator and the director, uh, there was a previous scandal prior to her being employed at the, uh, at the network, so, yeah, I'm wondering... Do they also know about what happened in the first comic? All right. Yes. Right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. What the hell did you just say? Uh, I was trying to catch the dialogue in that panel. Well, basically, I was, I was explaining that uh, the director and the senator are uh, well. They hint to a previous scandal prior to her employment, so I, I'm guessing they know about Volume One. As rumor might have it, but now he's like. Uh, You're either talking too much or not at all. What? You're either talking too much or not at all. <laughs> Pacing myself. <laughs> you know? Have you ever heard of the withdrawal technique to um, to prolong the uh, the intercourse of our conversation? Uh, what are you, Stanley Kubrick? <laughs> Anyway, so we flash forward to that evening, um, and uh, at, at this—it's it's a mansion. It's a really big place. Anyway, uh, we see that Claudia's shown up, and the director's also there, and uh, well, Faust is there too. He's actually gate crashing. He's, he's sneaking in through a window, um, which yeah, that is the worst security squad ever. Yeah, I was about to say, they're like, stop, or I'll shoot, and then they just let him get in. And he's in there for a good 20 minutes, I would assume. Yeah, he's obviously climbing up a wall and climbing through a window. The guy says, hey, you there, what are you doing? Stop. What does it look like? Yeah, really? And when he gets inside, the director doesn't even notice him. So apparently... Grown-ass man comes in the window directly behind him crawls across the floor and hides under the um, the curtained pool table. Uh, you know, it's like a pool table with um, little girls skirting. with skirting. And yeah. uh, then they bring in Claudia and then her, her uncle lectures her about uh, being his guiding swan in the crusade against corruption and pollution armed only with her innocent purity. Yeah, he makes reference to uh, a painting of Lohengrin, the character from the medieval folklore, and a Bulgarian opera of the same name. Um, and yeah, he, he's appalled that the that his niece, this child of such noble resolutions, became well a whore. Uh, and yeah, uh, uh, I, I like the the I, I, I don't know. I guess a reference to anything about them, but. Uh, yeah, the white swan thing comes in over and over again to the story. So, yeah, that's one. That's the only time they try and add a little depth. But hey, it's 
for. So what can I expect? I have no idea. I'm reading about the part where he uh, pulls her skirt up with the pool table rod have and you stick. Read Oh, I've read it. I actually own a, a physical copy of it that I paid money for, you know, in Damn You Podcast X. Yes, I, I should be uh, banned <laughs> from podcasting. But yes, I paid money for this. Um, yeah, I have hey, whenever I do buy DVDs, still Blu-rays, but uh, other than that, not really. If I can avoid paying for something, I will. What a whore. Oh, I love her. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. You were saying something about DVDs and Blu-rays. Uh, yeah, I still pay for Blu-rays occasionally, but I tend to download something first before I uh I commit to buying it. Um, I'll I do pay for eBooks because they're like a dollar. Um, yeah, I haven't paid for music in about ten years. And comics, uh, some of them. Well, it depends because there are some comics that aren't really collected all in one, like. Uh, right now I'm reading the ongoing Ghostbusters uh, series, and they just collect them in four issues at a time. It's just like, give me all of them. Why can't I just buy all of them at once? Yeah, well, I don't know. I actually still pay money on some things, uh, mainly 3D Blu-ray discs, because, uh, you know, it's, it's harder to, to, uh, to quote, borrow them uh, from my public library where they would perfectly... Library? <laughs> what? I didn't say anything about having herpes, you slut. But, uh, what the hell am I looking for? What the hell did you just say? I said, no, um, it's unlikely that you have herpes just because you rub yourself a lot. I it's said, why? Probably it's probably just a rug burn from rubbing your carpet against the carpet. Motherfucker in American accent's great. You say wet the carpet first with grapes? That's just some bizarre shit right there. <laughs> You're such a troll. Um, I have no idea why I'm looking in this bag. I got up to find oh. Headphones. Oh, all right. So you're, you're moving around. All right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, he proceeds to uh, with her. Oh, belt her with an actual belt. Uh, which yeah. I gotta say, courts. Don't forget the dialogue here because it, it, it's the first click. I mean, the dialogue was priceless. This one is only redeemed. The story is, is paper thin, but it's only redeemed through the dialogue. So he gives her this lecture on shame and it being a worthy sentiment, um, you know, as he pushes her 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 uh, her dress up to expose her thighs, and um, and she's sitting there, you know, not 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 protesting much. Um, and then after, you know, she's like, oh, "I'm such a shameless slut." He says, okay, he pulls his belt off, he's like, get ready for a good whipping, uh, as you should have been given, you know, by your poor father years ago. And she says... Yeah, you, you know, that, that's, that's the thing, um, that I actually live in a, a society, especially with my, my uh, 
parental structure, way too liberal. I mean, they want me to go out and they want me to get a boyfriend and have sex and make babies and do all this shit. Why can't I have parents who don't want me to do anything? We'd be perfect. That would be a perfect family structure because we'd work out really well. Okay. I just want to point out here on Podcast Triple X that, um, yes, you did just hear Courtney say, why can't I have parents who will pull my pants down and spank me in public and in front of the guests while I am well into adulthood um, and well beyond the 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 age of uh, of child rearing. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm sorry. When you play this back, you will actually hear yourself say, "My want you to have sex, but I would rather them just take my clothes off and be." No, I'd rather, you know, a bit more structure and uh, rules and stuff like that, rather than go out and fuck. Please, make us babies. No! You! Look, here's the thing. You just said you want more structure and discipline. Yes. If I just have... You know what? Okay. Dear Podcast X listeners, specifically (laughs) you, um... Please get in touch with Miss Courtney as soon as possible because she needs a ball gag, uh, some <laughs> tight uh, bond, maybe a little bit of um, uh, hanging restraint, and a a few ponforific uh, orgasms based on her restraint because uh, she's begging for more um, a lashings and uh, discipline. Her her flesh craves. The leather, <laughs> which actually, based on the the photos of you that you have shared with us, I can't believe it has taken us that long to realize you are a little bondage freak. I do dress like that, don't I? Yeah, you little bondage whore! Oh my god, we didn't know in all these years. And now what can I say? I grew up with Catwoman as an idol. You know, these things happen. Right there on, it's right there on the table. Wow, sex swings and all. You are something. Oh, wow. We'll see. We'll never see you in the same light again. Mm. Oh, by the way, tell us again. Um, Ponforific, delicious little, uh, small-breasted, fat-assed, um, pretty-faced. Um, bondage whore uh why haven't you sent more naked oh because your master hasn't told you to send more naked photos i don't know what can i trench coat (laughs) okay well there you have it (laughs) speaking of uh yes well um wait 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 wait, the most revealing costume i have coming up is my bane costume i'm actually really working out hard on that one and yeah i've got 10 Okay, well, well, be sure we, we get a chance to see that. Uh, we're going to have to find yeah. somebody down in Aussie, down in the old down under, to um, to actually snatch your ass up and, and uh, work you over in their dungeon uh, for us. Uh, you know, you know what? that action on video. Uh, speaking of SM and all that... Fifty Shades of Grey is so inaccurate. It's basically a fifty-year-old mother's idea of what bondage is. It's it's not. It really isn't. I'm so sorry. What the hell did you just say? 
picture of I Dorian Gray? I can't sound Gray? more American. No, did you say the picture of Dorian Gray? That has nothing no. to do with hunting discipline. It has something 50, to do with... 50 shades of gray? 50 shades, I don't do, whatever. It's awful. It's based, I mean, it's funny for the first couple of chapters, but when it gets into the actual S&M bit, it's obvious that this is a 50-year-old mother who has had a very quiet, boring life. Uh, she's trying to imagine what S&M is like from a Wikipedia entry, I'm assuming. It's wrong. It's just, yeah, so inaccurate. I'm sorry. I was watching the senator tell, you, you said 50 grades of gray. I stopped listening to you. I was reading about the senator telling this big, beautiful woman, full-grown, beautiful woman, to pull up her dress so he could spank her ass. Um, she pulled it up. She actually did it. I, I you know. Um, it's really creepy. She's enjoying it and keeps going. Right. He, so he whacks her across the ass. The other guy steps in and says, uh, "That must be enough punishment, Senator. I think that you are." And he says, he ignores him and says, "Pull that dress up." Don't make me ask you again. At which point, now she's got her her O mouth going, and sure, she pulls it up again, even higher. And she starts rubbing up against. Well, at first she pulls, she gives herself a wedgie, and then she starts pulling herself up against him, and uh. And now for something completely different.
It's like she's demonically possessed. It really, that's what demonic possession must be like. Uh, that's what whoring is like, okay? It's not demonic possession. It's the process of being that a That is a class for full torso sexual apparition that is inside of her right now. What? Would somebody ball gag you already and just give you what you need? Hasn't it been seven years? God damn, people. Courtney needs fucking. Here, say it with me. Courtney needs fucking. Courtney needs fucking. Courtney I really wish I could shapeshift and just be a guy, and then I could talk to you without having... Well, I, I'd still have to deal with the shit, but it wouldn't be about me. I'm sorry, you're not a guy. You are a whore. It is about you. Get used to it. Yeah, because I really... On the inside, I'm not really all that feminine. <laughs> no, you don't have to be all that feminine. Do you have a vagina? Uh, it's a dusty one, yeah. Okay, yes. Do you know that your vagina is oftentimes referred to as a pussy? Yeah, where? Just answer the question, miss. Yes, I'm okay. aware. So, do you have a pussy? Oh, last I checked, yeah. Yeah, see? And even when you say yes, you just breathe heavy and deep because now you know you have a pussy. And now you- I know. Now I know. Let's <laughs> check. It's taking you 20 years to realize it. Yeah. Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! Guys, what do you do? Hey, Starhawk is full of gifts. This I give to you. You have a pussy. Do you realize you have tits? Well, not really. Okay, fuck it. Do you have nipples? What are they even for? What are they even for? Hmm? What are they even for? What are they for? They're for piercing. They're for piercing, putting little hoops in, and then connecting those hoops to chains which are thrown over the rafters, which are then pulled down on the other side so that you are lifted up by your little titties and your nipples until just the tips of your toes are balancing you on the floor. Okay? That's what they're for. What the fuck kind of shit is that? You go get that done. And you get back to us on that, okay? And you let us know how you feel afterwards. Uh, I believe I would be missing parts of my body and be in excruciating pain. No, the excruciating pain doesn't come until we whip that pretty little ass of yours while you're balancing on tiptoe, okay? And don't call out until we give you permission. Starhawk, I'm actually impressed you're taking it easy on Courtney. This is going easy. You know, I'm gonna just I'm gonna get a gender change. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Trust me, Starhawk can be a lot worse. First off, why would you take a beautiful little pussy and put a penis facing out when you can take that same little vagina and put a penis facing in? Now lean forward and now back away and now lean that pussy forward and now back away. Now lean. All right, so he needs to be here. He's going for a while. He starts removing her panties and he still keeps going. I would have just gotten out of here by my house. It's too weird. Also, her boobs are bigger. Going to keep changing. What the hell? Anyway, so the director is like, this is getting too weird for me, guys. You have fun. I'm sorry, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got a question for you. Are you on page 31? I am on page 40 because uh, I've got shit to do. 
oh, come on, you're really going to skip? Oh, my God, this whole... You skip page 35. It's just pre- it's a procession of beating. It's the same thing over and over again. And you're lucky that it is a crazy storm outside. Otherwise, I would have left. I've got. I actually should go out and buy things for commissions, but it's raining, so I am here now. I've got nowhere to go. I'm a bit scared. We can see that you're all sexually frustrated. From you know, I literally don't have a sex drive. I don't, this must be crazy to you, but I have everybody no, listening to I, this I, podcast I, right now is like, Man, she really got horny and wants to get out and find herself some dick. But, um, yeah, and, you know, I really need to find five meters of red fabric and some leopard print fabric for a Doctor Strange cape that I've been commissioned to make. Yeah, wow. Okay, all I heard was I want it wrapped in a meter of red fabric and it has to be dressed in leopard. But all right, so her uncle finally gives up. He leaves and Faust comes out and uh, there's a strange panel where there is a crayon-drawn train just hovering in the air. Uh, I mean, he says, you see, Miss Christiani, our planet is a train hurling towards the precipice. It could still stop, but it won't. Uh, no way it'll stop. And then he goes on with the whole train metaphor. But uh, yeah, I don't know why they needed to draw the train. She's uh, yeah, she's still lying there. Uh, looks like she's fingering herself, and she's just sort of rambling about I'm a swan, I'm a white swan. Yeah. So he picks her up off the pool. <laughs> now she was she on the couch before. Now she's on the pool. Oh my god, the dialogue is priceless. Priceless. Yeah, he goes he talks about why cigars certain cigars taste so good. And if you wanna read that out of yeah. So yeah, he turns over to the pool table, starts rubbing his cigarette on her inner thigh. she's still uh, rambling about him grin. And uh yeah, he says the reason that great cigars have such a great taste is because the cigar girls roll them on their naked thighs, they observe all the aromas, uh, and they roll from the hollows of their knees along their beautiful sweating. Sweating is not beautiful. Uh, thighs, until they brush their pubic hairs. Being in pubic hairs, she actually does, there's one line, it's quite hilarious. She says, tuckle my pubic hairs out one by one. Okay. Uh, okay, first off, to... first off, I'm what? sorry, I have to interject here. Could you please read the word balloon properly? Which one? The one you just read. Uh, well, the pubic hair. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, I say, okay, how is proper? Well, it starts with the words, come on, come on. I'm sure you can read the rest of it. Hey, are you on? Page 40, right in the middle. Ah, uh, all right, I'm 43. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah that, there's the line. Uh, yeah, I was just making reference to it. Pull my mm, hairs out one by one. I'm, I'm sorry, what? I, I, know we're, we're, I know that your accent is thick, but could you repeat that? Oh, she says the C word, okay? The C word? 
Okay, at this point, I have to I have to talk about the sexual repression um, because I want to fuck you so bad. I'm going to refrain from saying how young are you that you can't even read the text on the page. This could you just read the read the balloon? You made reference to the panel. You called it out. You said read the text. Yeah. Okay. Dad goes outside the door. Now he's gone. She says, pull my con hairs up one by one. I'm sorry. I thought it started with come on, come on. Oh. <sighs> God, you would be the worst. And, and, and could you put some passion into it? I'd like to. Anyway, just read the damn panel, please. In Courtney's defense, she read the important part. She mumbled. Yeah. I'm trying to get a clear reading of the panel for the listening audience. Yeah, what do you do, like a, a voice acting director? Yes. Anyway, so she's—I just imagine her with like this demonically possessed voice. Just yeah, it's not going to be fun. Oh, so pretty. Yes, come on, come on, my God, hairs one by one. It's like that really fucked up. She's just like not even there anymore, man. There's this See, but thing. I, I've got to say, you know, with all due apology. Could you read the words as they appear on the page? Which you, which I'm sorry to say, you did not do. Uh, yeah, while he's rubbing his cigar along her thighs, uh, <laughs> Runkle comes back in, into the room, and he's he's uh yeah he's followed by armed men. Now I don't know why he brought armed men in because before I didn't say this, but one of the security guys did come and say. Oh, um, sir, we might have uh, seen someone come here. There's no one in here, you fool. And, uh, yeah, so... I just I just uh, have one question. I understand that you jumped back to page 43, but why could you not read the panel on page 40 accurately? I read it, like, 50 times. You are aware that this is an hour and a half, and we've got to get through... You are aware that if you read something accurately once, then you don't have to read it accurately again. I read it as I imagined it. So anyway, fast run. This is why... As you imagined it. See, this... We got stuck on one panel in that Supergirl review for a whole episode. You're saying this, this, this represents two things. A, it represents Courtney's inability to read a simple sentence with one word referring to the genitalia of the female body in it. And Good boy. You know, but I just don't read that sort of stuff. I'm not that kind of gal. That's okay. We, you read most of it, and and I applaud you for your for your courage. And then B, it illustrates your inability to be a good slave. Hence, you need a new spanking. What? So he runs the mill. He stops a uh, Volkswagen van. Um, which is, there is an attractive blonde girl in there with a cowboy hat on. Just so happens to be. Yeah, so he's like, please let me in. She's like, oh, well, since you're already in. Uh, then she keeps him there for ten days at her house. Well, he thinks it's her house, but it's actually a TV studio, but we're not sure. But, yeah, it turns out later that it is. Um, now this ties into the plot well, because uh, the cameraman works. Uh, he's actually working with uh, Claudia uh, on uh, it's uh, with the um, anyway. I'll explain that little subplot later. But he he says quite funny. Um, so uh, Faust calls up Mr. Bresciani and says, 
I've been stuck here for ten days, boss, and I can't get. I can't stand it. The girl who's putting me up is half crazy. She pretends this is a TV studio, but no one even comes in. In ten days, I've only ever seen her. Ten days, and she hasn't even. She hasn't even gotten laid. Please get me out here, Mr. Christianity. Why is he surprised that she's crazy? She just let him break into her her minivan. Yeah, and I love the line that he says she hasn't even gotten laid in ten days. Like that's not possible. That's him. That that can't be. Like, okay. Why would she? Actually, it can be, and by definition, that's why she's crazy. Because you horny little bitches need your treatments at least every three days. Okay? So to go ten days without a treatment, you're, you've obviously gone crazy. You're, you're betraying your true nature. I'm that shit insane. It's okay. She gets her treatment in a couple of pages. Well, that's it for this time. Tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion. Podcast us. Production.